0: Welcome back to Aldi's Mamiya and Me series podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Gina and Carl Daly, better known as The Daily Dish. Together, they've gathered hundreds of thousands of followers, written three wildly successful cookbooks and won an unpaused book award. They are parents to Holly, 13, Ben, 11 and baby Jean, who's just turned one. Welcome, guys. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Carl, we just said you've got an O in your name.
1: Yes, absolutely. Does that yeah. cause
0: confusion your entire life?
1: It's, it has a little bit, yeah. I'm, actually, the most funny story about it is when I first met Gina, I worked in the head office for O2, and Gina was in the store, store manager, and I did marketing. And we used to communicate via email, so she'd never actually met me. Oh, yeah. So she assumed there was a girl. So we used to chat all the time over email, and she'd be telling me all the crack and all the gossip and everything else. And then eventually, I think, her, her, one of the guys in the store mentioned about me and, is it being a guy. Yeah,
2: I was like, oh, that Carl girl, girl is lovely. <laughs> She's love so girl. nice, and like we <laughs> chat so much about everything. And he's like, Carol? I don't know any Carol. And I was like, Carol Daly? That's a guy. That is a, is a guy.
0: So for anyone listening, Carl, your name is spelled to K A R O
1: L. So yes. basically, I was born in 79 and when I my mum was having me, the Pope was in the Phoenix Park giving his sermon on the mount or whatever and everyone in the hospital has been called John Paul who was a guy. So my mum called me Carl, which is, real, which is his real name, um, but it's Polish. That's why it's K-A-R-O-L.
0: So he's not a girl and you met and you <laughs> fell in love and you got married about four seconds later please tell me the story of how you guys met before we go into uh, the, uh, the amazing whirlwind that you guys have had over the last couple of years
2: well essentially that's kind of how we started talking was uh, through work through emails and long story short he asked me out <laughs> on a date when, via text no,
0: uh, hang, go, hang on had you, met, had you met in real life had you figured out he was
2: yeah no I woman? knew I knew yeah and I, the first time I saw him I, he was really forgettable <laughs> Thank you very much. I love much. how this has started. I met him like, <laughs> I, he, he had different like training sessions and stuff. And every time I went in, I'd sit down beside him and be like, hi, Gina. I'm like, Carl <laughs> Like, Daly. Oh, and then I'm like, Carl with an O. Carl with an no. it's me again. Oh, it's you. <laughs> no, do you know what it was?
1: There was one, there was one week in particular. I, because our office used to be in Black Rock and there was an office in town as well. And I was in the city centre and I was walking past the store you were managing. And I just popped in. I saw you on your own. I popped in and said, Hey, how's it going? And we kind of had about a 20 minute chat. And it was after that chat, I think. He
0: realized. <laughs> I no, was but you know, you, you know. It only takes 20 minutes. <laughs> Uh, with, with you,
1: no, you <laughs> know, when there's something there, and I think then we started. There was one, th- maybe the following week or the, whatever, we were emailing. Gina, did
2: you think there was something there? No, I ran downstairs and I, <laughs> I, I looked forgot in, about him again. No, yeah, thanks. Who <laughs> was like, hey, what's that again? I looked in the mirror and I'm, I found myself checking myself, going, "Oh my God, I'm a me. <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, so you fancied him?" Yeah, and I'm like, "What am I even doing?" Like he would not be interested in me at all. And over no. to Carl. So then, yeah, we
1: were we were emailing work related stuff, and <laughs> they they, they kind of got a. Bit flirty in the emails and it was a Friday and I think we kind of left it like kind of messing and kind of having the, having the crack and I went out for pints in town uh, after work. I think it was about half ten. I thought it'd be a good idea to text Gina and see if she wanted to come for a drink at half ten on a Friday night. <laughs> so,
0: and she did. Sorry, I love this. There's no games. I met you. We chatted for 20 minutes. I think I really like you. <laughs> You've gone off to check yourself in the mirror, come out for a drink. Boom. Yeah,
2: well, that was a thing. He texts me and I, I I was going to a wedding the next day and I had to do my tan and all my bits oh, yeah. and pieces. So um, I get this text and I was like, oh my God, what do I do? So I rang a guy that I worked with and I was like, you never guess, he just asked me out on a date. And he's like, don't do it. Work relationships, all of that's so bad. And I was like... Okay, I won't. And I hung up the phone, legged it up the stairs, threw <laughs> on my tan, shaved my legs. Did you tan and then go out to the pub?
0: Yes. That is brave. No, never made it. <laughs> oh, you went met for a drink. I, you, I did draw- you have
2: layers of biscuit f- <laughs> smelling fake tan on? <laughs> oh my God. But I picked him up and he's like, oh, the pubs are packed. Should we just go to my house for a drink? And I'm like, oh my God. And then I never went home. <laughs> no, wait. So hang on. You tell me. So how quick,
0: <laughs> how, how, how did things develop then? Because this is just wildly romantic. So we
2: were texting the next day. Yeah, you went to your wedding. Yeah, I we went to the wedding. And then on the Wednesday, we went for a first date. Or was it, Yeah, it was the Wednesday. Yeah, we went, yeah. um, and then the Sunday. i we used to kind of meet, you know, because he, he lived in Bray and I lived out in Lucan. And there was a bit of distance and we were working and stuff. So we met in the April. We got engaged in the May in a Tex-Mex restaurant in Limerick. Stop, I got there on one knee. In the middle of my fajita. On <laughs> like how many weeks? Like five, four or five weeks? Five weeks. Yeah. And then we got married in the November. Oh, yeah. mother of Jesus. And that this was glorious. Fifteen and a half years ago. Oh and actually, the, the,
1: the week, I think it was the second week we were out on that date. We went into an internet cafe on Grafton Street and booked. We went to the States for two weeks. We booked a holiday and we were, our original plan was we'll get married in Vegas. But then her sister and was kind of like "Oh, you." Have he's to have an a only suit.
2: child and she, my sister was like and his mother would be so disappointed and I'm your only sister and I need to be bridesmaid so yeah. we'd booked the little chapel of love Elvis was going to marry We actually had us. a wedding
1: booked in Vegas just for the two of us
2: um, And then we were like oh no look we, we'll just leave it we And it's leave. Our biggest regret I think
1: We should have just done it anyway yeah, like we still went on the holiday and it was great but we should have just done that and then had the wedding in November yeah, I think
2: For we the we experience
1: yeah. You
0: could renew your vows there just head off the TV exactly. and just yeah. go and go That'd and do real. that Come here are you still friends with the person in Mark, I told you not to go on a date with your I mom. am. <laughs> You're so sickened. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely-
1: 15 years later.
0: Did you know that you were going to propose that night? Yeah. Did
1: you? Yeah. And it's funny actually, right, because I remember uh, my cousin, I'm very close with him, and obviously being an only child, he was like a brother when I grew up. And I remember chatting to him and I said, look, I've, I've met this girl and you know we're, we're engaged now and all this. And he was like, dude... Seriously, no way, cop on, like that's too quick. I said, look, do me a favour, come for a drink with us. So he met, he met us, I think, the following Saturday. And after half an hour, he turned around to me and said, I get it.
0: Oh my God. I, I, I get it. Isn't that just so... And look at the two of you, <laughs> giddy as goats, still to this day, 15 years on. Yeah. So you obviously, you started, you had other jobs, other lives. You're both graphic designers, is that, is well, that that's true our, say? That's our that's your
2: now. Yes. Um, before, like, I, I, I always had... I'm very creative. I always had an interest in art and illustration and graphic design. And I wanted to pursue that as a career. And I kind of did it up until my early 20s. Yeah. And then real life kicked in I needed to get a, an apartment I needed money those things <laughs> Yeah. <in> the arse. <laughs> so I got a real job um, working in O2 um, and that's that's you were working there you kind of just fell into it
1: yeah I kind of I went <laughs> I went off travelling in Europe for a couple of months and then I came home and I kind of got the itch to go and I went to further afield in Australia and Thailand and stuff and for the guts of a year and I came back and I was like I'm going to get a job work for a few months and then go away again and I stayed in O2 nine years I ended up started customer care and ended up in marketing and as you do like and then we you know when we got married we got the mortgage and everything else and you kind of just get into that rut and what yeah, happened was you can't
0: we, head off then at that stage for a year on your own no <laughs> I, mean,
1: you could,
0: I could try but probably not great
1: i wouldn't get far but no then we i think what happened with me is um i got made redundant so I, just three took over and and that was that and i kind of jumped onto something else because i panicked i was like right i need to get a job quickly and it was wasn't really me and I wasn't enjoying it and funny enough the company was downsized and I got made redundant after a couple of years and myself and Gina had said let's start our own business like why because I was going into town every day so when Holly and Ben were kids I wasn't seeing them Monday to Friday because okay. I was getting up at like half six, seven getting in the car and whatever and not like, getting home till half seven, eight so we decided we'd do our own thing and uh, Gina does Kind of illustrations, and we. This is the
0: ca- the card company.
1: Yeah, um, which I love. So yeah, we, we kind of started doing that, and then because to we tell were,
0: everyone listening the name of the card company, so that we can all go and buy our cards. Bitch boxes, the, the bitch, bitch box, box. Yeah. the bitch box, <laughs> love it. I'm always that's afraid all... to say that. <laughs> Don't be afraid to say anything. <laughs> so you, so it, and it's all very funny cards. It's like yeah. kind of tongue in cheek and having the crack. It's
1: yeah, the kind of stuff you can't get in the shops.
0: Yeah, love it. Uh, so you've that you got that company, so you decided to start that together, so you could spend more time at home. Was this how many years ago was this?
1: This is kind of like maybe five years ago okay. around that yeah and it was that, that was it like it was at, at that point I was like I don't care once my mortgage is paid yeah. I, I just want a better quality of life yes. and being at home and having the crack or whatever and that's kind of when the cooking started because you know we were trying to lose a bit of weight and you were kind of you were doing one particular type of thing and it wasn't it wasn't working it got really bland and
0: what were you doing so Gina where were you at this point so you were wor- working at home and in relation to cooking were you were you good cooks no were you not this fills Death me with hope I, this
2: is the most exciting thing I've ever heard it's not that we weren't good cooks it was just that we never
0: were it was never it. a thing
2: okay, okay. and you know it was always about convenience and yeah. how easy it could be to get, him, get I can him. still
1: taste the first meal you made me
2: <laughs> oh Jesus <laughs> <laughs> I made them tacos out of a box no seasoning and no I mean, seasoning. No seasoning. The first meal that she ever made you when you first met a long time ago. I thought the coleslaw <laughs> would make it very tasty. <laughs> and I just handed him a plate of like... Coleslaw. Yeah. And it yeah. <laughs> yes. A bit of lettuce. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, oh my God, that's gorgeous. And I'm like, you are so very welcome. And like, I'm like, that's why you married me. Yeah, or yeah. Why are you getting married to me? <laughs> and it was a good while later, he was like, I, I, I just can't eat them anymore. <laughs> We're just making the same meal over and over again. Yeah. Variations of it. I was like, I'll put it in a wrap. I'm going to put the coleslaw <laughs> over on this side of the plane. Put it on a baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. Like he loves that mince. He <laughs> keeps eating Yeah, he loves that. Absolutely loves the that. The things we do for them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so like, and uh, I think the first time you ever cooked for me, you did uh, a chicken cormorant. I'll never forget it. And I remember bringing my sister, I was like, He's making me a chicken coriander. It's got green peppers and it's delicious. Yeah, that's a wild choice. But I ate them and I was like, it's actually delicious. But like, it was really nice. And I was like, God, he's you know, he's he's. Were bit, you better? Were you the better <laughs> <than> He's domestic? <laughs> I think I
1: probably was. Yeah, he's more adventurous
2: okay. with food. Okay. I would have been quite a picky eater, finicky, um, and yeah. like, I like all vegetables. But sometimes when they're all mixed in together, like onions, love onions, <laughs> love raw onion. But I, I pick them out of a, a, a yeah, curry yeah, 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 or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah. So. He was always like... I'll eat He'll like, eat anything. Literally. So uh, more adventurous and bold of flavours. So whereas I would be like... Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So where's the taco <laughs> mix? <laughs> the barbecue one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> barbecue mix, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I suppose uh, the, the whole cooking thing came about because when we were working, we were eating out, doing a lot of dial-a-dinner of and all of that kind of stuff. And over time, like... And you get comfortable with somebody and we were putting on weight and we're just living... Living a, a kind of a, you know, we didn't give a shite kind of lifestyle. Yeah. And, you know, we were drinking and going to the pub. And then obviously when the kids come along and I had a baby and I put on weight and <clears throat> I started to get pains in my in my stomach. So I self-diagnosed myself, obviously. it did not fire Google, but I... Just
0: just like, I know what's wrong. I have gold stones.
2: Oh, that's what you thought you had? Yeah, I was like, I definitely have them. No doubt about it. And I did... I ended up, I ended up I, I, my whole gallbladder was just like... What, what is a gallstone? So it's a buildup of a protein. stone in your gall. They look like little Bladden. peas in Ouch. your gallbladder. A protein, is it? Yeah, is it? and they build up, like, you might have some, you could have them, they lay dormant or you might never get them. But what happens is, if you're eating a lot of fatty food or um, some things can trigger it, like for me, mince meat, high fat mince meat used to trigger it really bad. Um, and it swells and like a little gallstone gets stuck. So it's an in and an out type of job. it causes pain then. And it swells up and it causes, co- it's like, it's, I'm not even joking, I would have 10 babies without an epidural quicker than I would have an attack of gallstones. Are it's you serious? so severe. It's like, it's oh, like Jesus. pressure. It's like an elephant standing on your chest. I felt like I was having a heart attack. Is it like kidney, kidney, kidneys, like I know that that's meant to be? It's meant to be excruciating. Excruciating, as well, like, like, yeah. So anything like I remember, that.
0: actually, when I had my first baby, my dad had a kidney cell at the same time, and he rang me on the same day to say that his was probably Worst. worse. <laughs> <I> was like...
2: <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Give me, give me twenty. But I've heard that, and plus, <laughs> and plus you can pass those as well. So it's kind of, but the 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 other ones stay there. Yeah, and the, you can get more. Or then, when I got pregnant with, Ho- it was actually they it did they didn't start until Holly was six weeks old. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night and being like, oh, can't breathe. Oh, my God. And I was trying to get sick and I didn't know what was going on and then went to the doctor and he's like, it's reflux uh, indigestion. It's probably just from after having a baby. Everything is settling down. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. So after like every couple of weeks, I would have this attack and I was like, yeah, so not getting anything back to just to settle it. And. Uh, I was like, no, I definitely have gallstones. And it's one of those things where if you have them, it takes a long time, you know, to go through the, the hospital system. You poor
0: feckery. So you had your first baby and then you had gallstones. Like, it's not already hard enough. Well, one day,
1: I remember one day you were that bad. You were on the ground in the kitchen. You couldn't get up. I had to ring. Gina's brother lives about 10 minutes from us. And I had to ring him and said, Alan, Gina needs to go to the hospital because I had Holly in the house. Oh, so God. Alan brought her it's the like, hospital. It,
2: it's, it's almost that feeling of, I think I'm going to die. For me personally, um, and like, Call an ambulance, and then all of a sudden it, you just feel the pressure lifting, and you're fine. Then after a while, Um but like yeah, so I had Holly. This was going on, and then I got pregnant with Ben uh, eighteen months later, and they went. It disappeared. Hang
0: on, you had it for the full time. You had it coming and going until you were pregnant again. Yeah, before you knew what it was. Yeah.
2: Oh my god. I, like, I knew what it was, but like you know, you're. Tr- I'm trying to manage it and settle it and everything, and then I got pregnant with Ben. Um, And it's like the pregnancy was (laughs) pushed everything up and it it, it just disappeared. Yeah, apparently chronic symptoms can go go if you're pregnant. Oh, I couldn't believe it because I was was starting to get them really like, would be like once every couple of weeks, then once a week, then once every couple of days, then once a day, twice a day, five times a day. And it got that severe. And at night time, I'd be up jumping up and down trying to settle it and... But when I had Ben, then I was like, "Please, hope this is. Do- it's, I'm done with it now. It's all done." And he was three months old, and I had a, a really bad attack. Yeah. And my brother brought me to the hospital, and I went in. and I was like, oh, "I can't take this anymore." And the the triage nurse was like, "I'm pretty sure it's gallstones." I'm like, "I know it's gallstones. I've known <laughs> this for years." <laughs> And he said, look, you seem very, very bad. And I said, I can't go home. I have two small children at home. And I said, I, I, I literally, I will be here every day until. And so they, they took me in. <laughs> they they examined me and they were like, oh, it's really, really bad. And they, they operated on me. And it was funny because I had to go and get, like get you, you know, a, a what to call
0: it the breathing tube down your nose no 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 the camera oh yeah 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 down
2: and there was a nurse she must have been new <laughs> she was probably the cleaner I don't know <laughs> can anyone can anyone just take a picture of her cold bladder, please <laughs> I was terrified like what was going to happen and I said what's going to happen and she says it's alright they just put the camera down and then if they see it they'll just take it out and I said there and then with the, camera. with the camera and she's like yeah I think they are very like a, advanced I think they have a little, basket think a, or, a little basket
0: or something like the claw you know the thing at, at a fair where it goes in and just like a video game. Things.
2: And I'm like is it attached to my esophagus can you see it from my esophagus? and she's like I, really, I let the doctor start I, <laughs> I, d-
0: I don't know
2: <laughs> oh perfect that makes me feel so better I went in expecting to come like, like there was like a basketball hoop or something down there Um. Yeah, so I had that and they were like, look, we'll we'll take you in. And I got them out through uh, keyhole, keyhole surgery. Yeah. And when I woke up, the doctor, I was in like recovery and the doctor was like, had this little vial and he was shaking it. And I was like, are they my tablets? Do I have to take them? And he goes, they're your gallstones. Have, <laughs> you, have you kept them? As a souvenir? Yeah. I eventually threw them out. Because <laughs> I was like... But Clodagh, we need to clear out the attic. We to clear. <laughs> are, you, are you
0: keeping your gallstones <laughs> or not? So yeah, uh, so after that, you felt? Did you feel instantly better? Or was it, or was it a recovery? Yeah, process? There was, no,
2: the, it was a week. A week of kind of the same pressure and stuff. And then I remember lying on the couch and thinking, "Oh my god, it's, I feel this coming back." And then I just heard like, a, like this noise. But it, I don't know whether it was internal or was loud. <laughs> And then it just all disappeared, like literally nothing, no more pain, nothing. And then I was like,
0: (laughs) I'm free. (laughs) She's back. She's back, bitches.
2: But the process (laughs) of that then, because obviously I wanted to be careful and be good and, you know, I was like, OK, I know my triggers are like high fat mints and like burgers, all of that kind of stuff. Like, like, the stuff we like to eat. Yeah. I have to be careful because I don't want I, like I want to be healthy and I want to be, you know, in good condition for my kids. But I felt so grateful as well that you didn't have the pain. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we kind of went on a bit of a, you know, a health buzz. And I'd lost a bit, of, a good bit away from the healing process and everything else. And I felt so much better in myself. I then I think I'd lost like four stone or something like that over a period of time. Um, And then I said, right, I feel really good. I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling healthier than I ever have before. And I've loads of energy for the kids because I didn't have it before. I was always like, so the first time in in a long time and, and, you were kind of like doing, you know, you love eating healthy as well. Anyway, you mix. You a good balance. I did What happened, balance, yeah, what happened with
1: this was, we were, we were cooking the same stuff over and over again. And it like, you feel great. And I started doing a bit of running, which really worked for me. And we were having, you know, we, we felt brilliant and we were having all the energy. But the food part got really boring. Yeah.
2: And, and then you fall, and you fall back into, into the, yeah Oh, we'll just have something tonight, and we'll do this, and you know, the oh, yeah. are the tacos, tacos. <laughs> no, that was probably leave. what gave you Goldstone's the first place. Permed, <laughs> well, No, I think
1: we just we just decided like, okay, what what do we like to eat? We we like to eat like our takeaways, our burgers. We like to eat pizzas. We like to eat that kind of stuff. So. Why can't we make it, but like make it healthier? And how do we make it healthier? And like what? So that's kind yeah. of where it started. Yeah. Healthier,
0: but you, so you were, I know that you guys have always been an advocate for like still being tasty. That you want to yeah. eat the meal that yeah. you've made.
2: Absolutely. Like obviously, you know, not not being a cook, I know what I like. And like going to restaurants and stuff, um, I love you know ordering nice food and like the t- tasting things. And I, I became aware of this sense of oh my god, I, I actually know what that flavor is. <laughs> I could make that. Am I a professional? Am I a genius? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but to I could like, I went on a, a cruise ship uh, for a day uh, just to have a look around and they served us this beautiful food and I was like, I've never had this before but I taste nutmeg and I taste garlic and I taste this and I went home and I made the dish and it tasted exactly like it. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> an actual genius. It's like Remy
1: and Ratatouille, you know. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I've arrived. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, and like I joined and Club at the time then as well just to kind of keep myself Going with the flow because I, I, I need I need to be stri- not strict, but I need a focus or I need to, you know, write things down. And, and I'm, I'm like, I love lists and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I think when I when I know what I'm doing and I know where my exactly where my day is, it, it's very easy for me to, to kind of, you know, stay on track or whatever you want to call it. So um, I, I found I, I'd lost eight stone in total. And it I was Over how lo- long? I, was, I lost four stone in four months, which seems like an absolute, and people were like, oh, that's a ridiculous amount of weight to lose. And I was like, but I had a lot of weight to lose. And when you are, you're heavier, once you start kind of, like I, I used to, like I'd lose £10 in a week because it's all like fluid and yeah. everything else. And then it slows down. But I was like, oh my God. But I found when I, I, I didn't want to lose weight to be skinny yeah. or to be a size 10 or anything like that. I just wanted it for the health aspect sure. and to be, just to be around for my kids because I used to, my sister <laughs> went to a fortune teller once and she rang me she's like, oh, oh God. <laughs> she just, this woman said something that, and now when I look back and it's funny, she goes, your sister has an obsession with food, will have an obsession of some description about food. I <laughs> imagine. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and, and I'm we used holding to laugh the and book she goes, <laughs> just, you know, just be care, like And I was like, yeah, I am, you know, I'm, I'm being healthier and whatever. And she's like, I just don't want to lose you. And, you know, and and then you start thinking about and I was like, God, it is a possibility. I, I could have a heart attack one of these days. Like, you know, I was twenty two stone at one stage. I was only twenty in like what, twenty six, twenty seven. And not to say someone who's twenty two stone can't be healthy and fit and whatever, sure. but for me I wasn't. Okay. And you had been through all the, oh, the health problems yeah. that you had with the gold with the so gold So it was, but when, when I when I, I, I got to fourteen stone, and for some people they want to lose three stone when they're fourteen stone, but for me I was you were happy I'm, then. I was yeah. uh, not that I was happy. I, I felt amazing, but my brain never caught up with my body, so I, I I never really accepted the person that I saw, if you know what I mean. Like as a, as I was always, a, you know, a bigger girl, and I was very confident in dressing myself, and when I got to I didn't know how to dress. As a size 14, because I'd never been that size since I was 12. And I found it very difficult. And we went on holidays and I wouldn't put a pair of shorts on. Now I have lovely legs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm. They're, massive. Aww, They're gorgeous. Like, Yes, she does.
2: Um, but I wouldn't take my, I wouldn't show my legs. And my. I had a flat stomach and I had no fat my back. And I was like wearing like big baggy clothes and baggy t-shirts and all. And his mum was like, would you put something, it's roast. And I'm like, I oh, know a brand. But I just had no. And did you
0: express that to anyone?
2: Were you you able to say, I I don't,
0: as you said, my brain hasn't caught up to where. No, I didn't, because I didn't think,
2: I suppose, in my head, I was like, oh, shut up, Gina. Like, you know, but even at that, when I think back then, I used to look and go, oh my God, like, I felt massive because that's how i have you know it's it's very hard to it's a really hard thing to explain like i i maintained my weight loss for a long time and that's when we, we started doing the cooking because i was going to classes and i was really enjoying recipe sharing and doing all that kind of trying stuff. new recipes from the the no club. F- no that i would oh that you're making up yourself yeah and they'd be like you know they obviously there's loads of recipes out there and they'd be like oh what did, did you make that nice to seek? and i'd say oh i made a hash brown pizza or i did something like this and they're like, oh, cool! So I became the kind of the person that everyone was like, oh, what recipe you got this week? And then I, I did my chicken satay. That's where it was created, and that recipe like went around all the the, the places. I typed it up. Yeah, so I, I I found a love for food then and cooking and feeding people. I think and when you
1: when you go when you have the word diet or whatever, you kind of get into this thing where you'll <laughs> you'll do it for a while and then oh, I'm just, sick of it. It's restrictive. Exactly. So for us, it was like just change your whole mindset. So for like, and the title of the book says a bowl food. It's making the food you want to eat. Getting yourself into the habit of just cooking fresh, cooking quickly, and and healthier foods, and before you know it, it's it's just your lifestyle.
0: Yeah, and enjoying your food, and oh, and as time. you say, if the focus on is on your health and your well being rather than the restrictive stuff is this is what I have to be, this is what I need to be, or, or yeah. even like the psychology you say of even catching up with what it is to you know the, your physical body. Then even if you if you are dieting and all those things, but just to be able to enjoy food and 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 you were, I know you were talking about the takeaways and you got into the takeaways. So you guys kind of have come up with the. Takeaways, as in you making your own takeaways that are tasty and like still delicious. The food you want to eat, yeah, absolutely, cheese, yeah. cheese, <laughs> but, <and laughs> yeah.
2: all the good tasty like fake, stuff. We we didn't invent takeaway, um, like fakeaways have been there forever. But like we we create our own versions of the food that we love from travel, from like everything. And it it sounds corny or it sounds stupid. But everything, every recipe that we have usually has a, a, story, a story to it, it yeah. or a memory. And for for me, food became this love, like. I remember where I was when I was eating those meatballs, and I remember what I was watching, and I remember who I was sitting with, and I remember, you know, those. It creates a memory, and food can tell amazing stories, and you can have conversations with people about food. And for us, like every single book you'll read, the intros, um, there it's like, oh, we were <laughs> we were in Italy, and, and we were we had soupli and they were a euro each, and it was the most. And the, the, the chef came chef, out, he
1: couldn't speak English, in like,
2: typical <laughs> Italian, like, oh, yeah, 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 and he was like, la, 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 and we were like. <laughs> but we had a full-blown conversation. Yeah, the with wine helped with that. <laughs> Just with your hands flailing <laughs> in the air, <laughs> smiling. Yes, French French kiss, kiss, yeah, chef yeah, kiss, chef yeah, yeah. kiss, all of that kind of stuff. And 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 they're amazing memories for us. And like places that we've been to over the years. That you know, like our
1: orange chicken recipe in the new book. But back that that first holiday I mentioned earlier on, we went to the states. We we did a road trip, and we came to Santa Barbara after like nine hours driving, and we were famished, and we found a Panda Express, which is essentially like a fast food Chinese yes, restaurant. Yeah. And we got this orange chicken back to the hotel, a few cans of beer on the balcony. And we were eating and we are like, oh my God, this is amazing. And it was in that book we decided, like, let's recreate it. So we made the orange chicken from that holiday. Obviously our own take on it. Yeah, it. Is there uh, trial
2: and error? Like, or are you just oh, able yeah, oh, to do time. it? Well, sometimes, like a lot of the stuff that I make <laughs> is perfect yeah. every time. you yeah, know, yeah, I'm grand. I do it perfectly. Go on. No, but uh, like I know putting this in, putting that in, it's going to taste nice. I wouldn't use anything mad or crazy. Um, but there have been times <laughs> where Carl's like, girls, like Yeah. Maybe not that one.
0: <laughs> We're not putting that in print. See, I am not. I am not a cook. But you guys give me hope that I may become cooks. a cook. <laughs> We're not cooks. But, you, but if we can do it, if can do I can do it. If can do it. Is this is a counselling session for me, <laughs> <laughs> for my my general take
1: the book. Confidence.
0: Amy. <laughs> See, I love it. I love it. And I think you know what what rings true there is when you say you're cooking the same stuff over and over and over again. And I know that you guys love the air the air fryer, which I haven't got yet. I do want to get. Please call you. Can I? Can I just say? Because I know you love your puns, and you've got the daily dish because you're the dailies please will you have a cookbook that is called Frequent Air Fryer Miles (laughs) (laughs) and it's an air frying cookbook and then hand it to me and go and an air fryer and an air fryer with all of the ingredients chopped That's all I'm asking for.
2: How (laughs) much they in the box? Frequent fryer, miles. (laughs) That's so cool. It's a good. It's good. It is good. And just to note, I actually said that to Amy before the show started.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can have it. You can have. I made you give me a book. I basically wrote. It's the least I can do. Or I said I could. You have, have, have to actually to the cook the recipes on that now as well. I, do you know what? I promise I will. And it's funny, like I, I don't know. It's just a sticking point with me with, with food. And I, like you were saying, the, the thing about it is, it's not just like we are eating to be healthy and stay and you know stay alive. I guess what I love that you had said, Gina and Carl. I'm sure you feel the same as well. As well, it's making your family happy. Mm. And I feel like I, do, I I make them happy in other ways. It's probably not with dinner. <laughs> it's well, there, not. There you go. I, so this is a gift. And I, do you know what? Maybe that is my New Year's resolution because it is the beginning of a new year. I, I really want to try and I think, you know, I don't mind trying new things and it and for me it's time and maybe I just need um I feel the pressure of when I talk too much and there's too many things that need to be ready at the same time, that's what trips me up. So I'm like I'm that's why I'm good at a stir fry. <laughs> Throw it in at the same All time. In the pot. There's nothing that can go wrong here. But if it's if it's the plan of the timing and then if I have to talk to anyone, it's like if I have to drive anyone in the car and, and I'm talking to them, I will end up at the other end of the country. <laughs> but I can do it on my own. Maybe I just need more alone time to to try and get my head around it and then if I can I want to be I want to be that person as you say when the kids come home from school and the smell is not offensive
2: <laughs> it's not the same they actually shit. want to come in yeah, yeah. well we're, we're trying to to explore the whole one pot um you know, meals at the moment yes. we're really loving those um, our one pan. So everything I does go. I like the in. idea of that, and yeah. I want
0: to. I want to. I feel like pearl barley is not used enough, and I feel like I'll be a pearl barley person. I love pearl barley. It's it's to, it's such a de- it's such an outdated thing. We need to bring pearl barley back in stews and in, in casserole. So everything. It was so
2: nice, and I I remember my nanny used to use it, and then my mum was using. It. I'm like, what the hell is that? And she's like, it's pearl barley. Eat. I love it. And you never so see nice. it, and I've seen it now. I like, have it at I mean, home. <gasps> I bought it. I actually bought it in the Asia market. But I started getting paranoid this week that I,
0: you know, if I'm around in the afternoons, which I usually am, and then I'll bring, you know, the kids' friends home. And I feed them. I just I, I, nobody has said it to me, but I'm just like I, I'm really scared that it's going to be a deal breaker. My kids won't have any friends because they're like, we love coming back there, but dinner time is just so boring. Bread and butter again. No, I, do you know what? I've got the staples. I spaghetti bolognese is great, and I feel like I do, and I wing that because I do. I like I, that was you know. I mean that's hard to get wrong. <laughs> my I wing that because I'm such a genius. <laughs> no, I do make it and throw in red wine. Oh. Throw it. Yeah, I, I, and I and it's one of my good ones again. Stir fry is really good, but now again there's people. You You know, with our our little fellas too, he's not going to eat the spicy stuff. So, have you tried him with it though? Yeah, and actually, the older two will have spice. My little, my my little fella, my middle uh, son, was, was like spoon feeding the baby buffalo hot wing sauce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> someone was crying in the corner. I was like, "What's going on?" And I could just see him going, <laughs> like spilling it everywhere. I was like, and he just, mouth on fire. Yeah, exactly. So no, he doesn't love it. But I, I, I don't know. I think, I think with me, I it's just food and kids. And and I think the thing is as well, they do like a lot of simple food. But I think that's because maybe they have to
2: because that's all I've ever offered and I think like the whole weaning process obviously I now with Jean that process it's, it's 11 years and like Holly was quite fussy Ben would yes. take the hand off you um, so I didn't know what way Jean was going to be and I, I, I found myself initially doing the whole there's some broccoli potatoes. yes I'm like if someone handed me yeah. that I'd be like cack I, what the hell is this I don't want food ever again Just I, I, <laughs> and I'm you know when you think and I'm like what would I like to eat yeah. that's not going to obviously be too spicy. So I started making them little baby curries. Um, I made them lovely like fish pies. And using her- herbs and spices and garlic. And, and the
1: baby stock cubes, there's the, no salt yeah, in them. Yeah, and, and
2: like the baby curry, I just throw in cream to, to kind of dilute the spicy yes, taste. Yeah, yeah. And, like, he loves it. He loves it. So he, lo- I'm I'm giving him those bold flavours or those, you know, in- intense flavours that they, he, he probably wouldn't have, if I had a cake, turnip.
0: <laughs> That's the thing. I remember my <laughs> mum saying that to me. It's like you know when you, you you have to blitz them and then you freeze them in the cubes and then you're te- like defrosting a lump of frozen turnip. Delicious. Like <laughs> just going. You're welcome. You're, you're welcome. welcome. Enjoy. Enjoy that now and then I come back to you in a while. Look, okay, it is actually. So it's no wonder they're going. Like, I don't
2: want to eat it because there's so the a difference. Oh my god! You are just like there's a f- fear. I, I haven't had food broccoli. Food. Having a uh, little broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> food fear. But yeah. Like lumps of broccoli. Like an icy.
0: I'd actually take the broccoli but the lump of turnip is inexcusable to <laughs> a child warmed up fro- pre-frozen mashed <laughs> turnip well, how do turnips even exist parsnips at least are grand turnips I don't know do I you love probably- a
2: turnip do you yeah, oh my god it's my favourite vegetable what mashed, mashed with white pepper
0: <laughs> okay I'm going to have to try it Happy. News from Aldi. We've topped the leaderboard at the National Parenting Product Awards with 22 wins, making us the most awarded retailer. There were golds for our organic Mamiya baby food range. Mamiya Ultra Dry Junior Plus nappies Size 5 Plus and Mamiya Premium Newborn Mini Size 2 Nappies voted the nation's best nappies by parents in Ireland. So, mum and dad, not using Mamiya nappies yet. Oof, could be time for a change. Aldi, every day amazing. But even the gap, right? So you've got... So Holly is... How old is Holly now? 14. 14 14, And then Ben is...
2: 11.
0: 11. And then Jean has just turned one. So even when you were weaning the older two compared to your skill set now, is that not a joy? Like, I'd be so
2: thrilled at myself. (laughs) Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because, like... it was a lot of jar of food back then because I was like, she won't eat that. Not surprised. Won't eat that. <laughs> she's not eating that, <laughs> We've no but jars, she, jars and I was more. like, she's eating this tuna pasta out of a jar because <laughs> <laughs> she's like, it's much better than the crap you've <laughs> She's also starving. <laughs> <laughs> because yes. She was licking the yeah,
1: jar. Yeah. <laughs> so for the first year she lived on that tuna pasta.
2: Yeah. And it was the only thing she would eat. So I think I traumatised her because I was like, you know, giving her stuff that she was alert. Like, I, I'd, like, as a child, I wouldn't eat vegetables. Yeah. And it was probably because of the same reason. Um, so it was probably a little bit different with Ben going, okay.
1: A bit more experimental. Yeah,
2: um, but now with Jean, it's like literally, once there's no, not too much salt or anything like that, literally scooping out what we're you eating eat anything, into yeah. a separate bowl. That's amazing. And a, a lovely tip I was given by mummy um, cook Siobhan. She yeah. um, does gorgeous food. She was like, cook your curry with the baby stock cube or the no salt stock cube. As a family dish, yeah. Spoon ate the babies and then and add the salt. To Tears. Oh, like, oh my god! Genius, Javon. <laughs> okay, I will. Okay, I will. Would you do a little? I know you've got the
0: little dish. Your daughter has her. Her. Own, she does her own cooking. Does she? she would do. you do a baby? Would you do a baby one? Uh, I don't know. I've just given you. You have to do one on the air fryer. I'm a baby. I'll come up with a pun for the, for the baby food one. But it, basically, if you could just make my life easier, wean
2: with Jean. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: come on <laughs> with Jean please tell us about and, and Jean has is here today he's a guest of honor outside and I was kind of hoping he'd be in here as we're so Holly's come to babysit yeah and and Jean is outside so uh, over the last couple of years right so your lives changed you were uh, you were decided to start making a lot of your own dishes you were um, wanted to make healthier food that tasted good <laughs> sounds like the dream and the daily dish took off. Right. So all of these things happened and family life is happening. An intense couple of years for you guys. And you know, I know that you lost your dad. I lost my dad as well. And with little babies coming along, I, I like if you don't want to talk about it, I, sometimes and sometimes I feel like I want to talk about it. And then my voice just my throat won't let me talk about it. And they're like, oh, my God. But I, when I was when I was reading it all, I was like, God, so much happened in such a, a short, short space of time.
2: Yeah, yeah it was like. You know, you have all these years of like, you know, plodding along and everything is, you know, it's the slog of life. And, you know, it's we the
1: same. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like you get this
2: break when, our,
1: when the first book came out, the whirlwind and the success and it was fantastic. And then other things going on in the background. And,
2: and I felt like every time we had this, like, and I know this sounds stupid, but like I I always felt like, you know, everybody deserves happiness and whatever. And, and we'd. Like we'd struggled for years. So, you know, one one person salary, all of that kind of stuff. We'd a mortgage with kids and you know, there'd be things that we weren't able to do or holidays we couldn't go on. And I always used to say, In five years' time, in five years' time when all these, you know, everything settles down, we'll be in a nice position and we can do this with our kids and we can do that. And then when I started doing the Slim World and losing weight and I was I, I started Instagram and my Instagram I like I knew a few blogger girls and influ, not influencers at the time, but they yeah. they were sharing recipes yeah. and they were delighted I and You know, I I owe a lot to a lot of people for kickstarting the page and kind of you know saying, oh, this is my friend. We all all need people to kind of and I love doing that as well for people too. Exactly. And then, like, I got this phone call to say, would would you ever write a book or not a phone call an email? And I thought it was a joke. You know, you you always get messages from people. Oh, you should write a book. And I when I looked and I seen who it was, it was uh, her name is uh, Deirdre Nolan. Um, who we are so grateful to, and we loved bits. Um, so she is she your editor? She was the editor in Gail, yeah. Amazing. And she she was like, I, I'd love to meet you, um, and talk about it. And my sister's like, Sell yourself, sell yourself, and you know, get this. And 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 like, you did the fortune tellers, it? I am thinking about <laughs> <Yeah. the book>? <laughs> you. Go <laughs> back to that fortune it. teller quickly, quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and sometimes you can have a lot of self doubt, and you go, Oh, look, we'll see what happens. Um, and I went and, and I was like sitting and she was so lovely and so nice. Did you listen from, to your sister? Did you go in kind of going, yeah, like, I'm going to oh yeah, like, try and sell
0: you know? <laughs> me? You went
2: in fully
1: prepared to collect.
2: like, you know, pure business. And she's like, oh, hey, has it gone?" I was like, oh, my God, she's lovely. And I felt so relaxed. And she's like, bottom line is I've pitched you. They love your uh, everything. They want to lick the screens. And I was told not to leave here unless you said yes. Oh, <laughs> my God.
0: And I'm like, <laughs> what? You didn't have to sell yourself.
2: <laughs> no. she, they just wanted you. I was like, should I go with like, a manuscript or <laughs> should I get everything? And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So that was that was my that was because it was initially just me on my own. You hadn't even got an Instagram at that I think time. You have
1: started one up at that time, yeah. And
2: that was my kickstart. That was my whatever you call it. I don't know. You know your new, you, st- your new like start of things of ter- life. Ter- yeah, of life. because I knew that th- whatever, whatever, like I didn't know obviously it was going to sell or whatever, but I knew that this was a start to something really yeah. good. I could feel it in my bones, type of thing, and. Uh, when I started writing so then Car- I used to say Mr. Dish and that's how he got that name and I, and people were loving the dynamic of the two of us in the kitchen and having a bit of crack and that's
0: what's great because it is fun and it's just the both of you and you're here and it, and it radiates off the both of you and you're having the crack and it's just normal family life but your relationship just brings so much flavour dare I say <laughs> I think
1: do you know what like, the when Daily dish. when <laughs> we talk about like the years working or whatever in, in town and coming home and everything is so like, like as Gina said it's the same it's the same and And I'm always like, everything's planned out, and you know what's going to happen next. And you know, whereas all of a sudden now we're in a position where. We're working for ourselves. We have this opportunity. We don't know what's going to happen. And it's like, instead of being nervous about it, all of a sudden it becomes exciting. Right. And it's like, you know what? Just take it as it comes. And yeah. we're still the same, like, what, four years later. We're still excited about what we're doing. Oh, See, yeah. that's
0: the glory of it, that you can enjoy it when you're in it and you're doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Because that, that's some, I often think that's the thing that trips you up, is that you, you, own, you can only enjoy something in hindsight. But to be able to enjoy it when you're in it is pure gold. And I think that just when things happen later or if you've been, you've been through X amount of years, you've been through X amount of stuff or working in jobs that you were like you probably didn't feel fulfilled in and it did feel the same, the same. And all this stuff does, does it feel like kind of, that life has kind of settled into what, as you said Gina, like five years. Does it feel like your five years is, is now and this is the yeah, things are kind of coming together a bit yeah, more?
2: Yeah, I think, yeah, absolutely. Like I think I always feel like every time we're given or something really exciting happens there's always this like boom. You know, there's a flip side to it as well and we're, we were always real positive and kind we of We still are. We, oh no, we yeah, are yeah, very positive positive. Um, and when it comes to social media and all of that kind of stuff where you're, you know, you've a huge audience or a small audience or whatever, I wouldn't be very, I don't know what it is. It's like, I don't like to show like, you know, a sad side of things. I like to show the happy side because, you know, that's where we, in the moment, mm-hmm. the, you know, that's where we feel good but like, when the, the first book came out went viral and we were like oh my god this is amazing and then and obviously we were,
1: Covid had hit yeah. as well so it was lockdown so was that down.
2: out just before the day The day. The, day, the 20th of the March day, the day the Covid hit the, day, the
1: lockdown <laughs> the, the
2: pro- I, day of Covid the day, no the day 20th of March where everything shut oh, down oh that was and when m- your book came out yeah and I remember sitting in the car park oh, for Jesus and <laughs> <laughs> sitting in the car park and Carl was in doing a bit of shopping and I was like listening to the radio and I was like Everywhere and schools and everything would be closing on the twentieth of March, and I was like, "You're (laughs) joking me!" (laughs) And there was a strict embargo on our book; it wasn't to be spoken about or to be anything until the twentieth of March. So, had you told anyone? No, I like. No, we had. Well,
1: at that point, we had. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry,
2: yeah, because they were like pre-orders. Everything is going to shut down. (laughs) Start talking about your book, quick, quick, quick. Go, go, go! (laughs) But it turned out to be a wonderful thing for us, and with the sadness that like COVID was shit, and every but for the book. It, well, it was. They were at home, they were cooking. Not good for us. It was good for every Like, people found themselves in a situation where they couldn't leave their house. Yeah. They couldn't get a takeaway. They couldn't go to a restaurant. And they didn't know how to cook. And then all of a sudden, here's a book. There you go. The day of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> we have something for you. We have that bit sorted We'll rip it up like yeah. that.
0: Um, is this book and where, food became so important because there was nothing else to do. Hugely important.
2: Yeah. And you open up the book and every page was something that you'd want to cook and you had the ingredients in your press. So that's why it became such like it, it's like one of those when we look back on it and people talk about like every house in the country has that book <laughs> <laughs>
0: except, what an,
2: except for Amy Hoover. well I'm sorry. no I do no, have you the other two books yes you do Why are they called <laughs> they're
0: called the day, Daily Dish 1 and Daily Dish 2 <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> we have some I love the look of cookbooks but I just don't open them yeah. on the shelf in our kitchen but this one this isn't going up on the shelf it goes up on the shelf it's dead but the difference with me is
1: I used to find I'd, I'd buy cookbooks with these great intentions right and I'd open it up and I'd go oh this looks great and I might go. I'll make that at the weekend, and that's pr- pretty much it. Whereas w- for us, it was like, let's make a book where people can cook this every day. It's not crazy ingredients because I'd be halfway to your recipe in a cookbook and go, ah, I'm never going to get that. Or yeah, I'll have I to know.
0: know. What yeah. star or names yeah. or whatever yeah. the fact that is?
2: Phillipa Swan. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so Sadly, my butcher's always bit out of that.
1: <laughs> so it's all about like easy, you know, budget-friendly stuff that you can go to one supermarket and pick everything up. No matter. So would it. you
0: recommend planning? So I know that you said you're into list and planning. Would you plan? And your week of meals. Because oh, I feel like dinner takes me by surprise every day. Um,
2: yeah. Well, yes no. like, I mean, to, to be honest with you at the moment. <laughs> so as we're talking about the whole weight loss journey and everything else, um, like in the last, I'd say, two years, for me personally, I, I kind of jump on and jump off and jump on and jump off. And the stages in my life that have hit me really hard, that has caused me just, going, <laughs> I just can't. I'm not in that frame of mind on that. I have, I have nothing, a lot of
0: those. Do you mean in recent years? In yeah, recent in the years? last
2: two years. So like, as I said, I'd lost eight stone and I'd maintained it, then put a bit back on, started my Instagram, started, you know, and then started losing the weight again and kind of got back down to where I was. Um, and then uh, in September, la, la, not last year, the year before, um, just before my 40th birthday, um, obviously we're in the height of COVID. I found out I was pregnant and it was not something we'd planned at all. And we'd never planned a third child. Um, so we were like, uh, oh, my God, this is a shock. But we were delighted. Um, the pregnancy went, you know, we were we were going, waiting for to go into the hospital. And I had a little bit of a bleed. And I went in. They were like, look, we, it's a bit, probably a bit early. We can't tell. Um, and this is
1: COVID as well, so I couldn't go with Gina.
2: So, so I was, it was not, I was nine weeks and they were like, it's shown that you're probably about five weeks. And I was like, oh, that's not right. I know my dates are right. And then they were like, look, let's wait. So at 12 weeks, they said I'd had a missed miscarriage, which is something I'd never, ever heard of before. Um, and it's basically where your body will continue with, with the pregnancy yes. and amount won't let it go. So you still, if you do a test, you still, you yeah. still
0: registered as, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Um. So there was a lot of backwards and forwards with that. And my option, I was given an option. It was like, let your body do what it wants to do naturally, or you can have a DNC or um medication. And because it was covid I had to wait weeks for D and C, and I was like, I, I, I can't. I just need this not to be over, but I just want my, I just need my mind mm-hmm. and everything back. So I ended up having to take medication and drove home my own. And I, I could feel it happening, and got home, and you know what happened happened. Like I'd, I'd had an ectopic pregnancy before we got married, seven weeks before our wedding, and I had to have major surgery. I had to have my fallopian tube removed. Um, and I was told I might never get pregnant naturally and uh, might be uh, it might be an IVF journey or whatever. But we didn't care. We were like, you know, we're, we're young and whatever. But I think I got over that. I still it's still I still know the date, the 28th of September, my little, our little baby and all of that kind of stuff. And but because I was young and I, my you know, I didn't question my fertility or anything like that. It just went, we, we just went with the flow and I got pregnant six months later. But because I was turning 40 and I knew like, you know, you, you, time ticks and you, you sure. don't have much, much time left. And and we, when it happened, I was like, this is the little thing that we were, I think we were missing our whole lives, like for the last, because financially and everything else, we weren't in a position probably to have another baby. And we were finding a stage in our life where we're like, you know, we're, we're, we're okay. And mm-hmm. if we brought a little baby in, we've loads of time with it. And then that dream was, cr- you know, was crushed or whatever. And that, re- that hit me really hard. And, and I started to kind of fade away from my social media and kind of, you know, I like became very withdrawn in myself. Okay. But still, come on. Hi, Gina. This is Hi, Gina. You I know, you know, know, the whole thing. And then, I don't know. I still, I'm not over. It's still not over. And I never, ever will be. No. And, and I was never over the first one. But it, it got easier because... But I think because of my, as I said, my, my fertility, my age, everything. And I was like, oh, my God, th- if this is something I really, really want, will I ever be able to get it? Yeah. Um. so the whole, my, ho- my whole lifestyle, which we, we you know, for years we've been doing, this is your lifestyle. This shouldn't be a diet. This shouldn't be whatever. Fell back into that routine of, I was just so like, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care about anything. And I was gaining weight and I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm comfortable in myself. Yeah. But again it's the health aspect you know and I want to be healthy but I can't control it. It's weird. But anyway look that that's what happened and then we said look if it happens it happens. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. I think we
1: realised at that point it was definitely something missing. As yeah. I said, It wasn't planned. And then when that happened, we both kind when of said... When you have it, yeah. God,
2: and it's it's taken taken then it's away. taken away. Yeah. And the kids were excited oh because they God. were there when I... Because I was like, oh my, I'm pregnant. And Molly was like, oh my God. And they, and then I had to explain to them what was after happening. And then... It was tough. It was very tough and they were really upset, but they didn't want to be upset because they didn't want us to be upset. And we were all kind of tiptoeing around each other. And it was just such a... Oh, it was just so sad. And... Then and especially during lockdown when you don't even have anything else to distract
0: yourself yeah. with. And as you say, just go in further in on yourself yeah. because you're, well, you're all, you know, at home and then dealing with your reality and then turning yeah. your, a big birthday that should have been a celebration. You're just. Yeah.
2: It was and, and like we, we enjoyed my 40th on our own. We had a karaoke machine, oh. smoke machine. the whole lot, um, <laughs> I'm and, it was, and it was great. But there was still that. Sad, that I, I carry that sadness. And it's I just I, 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 I feel it now.
1: And, and it's it's, it's crazy because it's like something from, from my point of view as, as the husband, all my priority was, was to be there for Gina. Yeah. And obviously, you know, it's grand, it's grand and happy, happy, happy. And from my point of view, I think it was Christmas. Uh, it was one of the evenings you guys all went to bed and I was sitting down watching television and it just hit me. Yeah. It just was like, boom. And it was the weirdest feeling ever. And it was all of a sudden I just was like... I was your crying and sitting there and because obviously look, I don't have the right to be upset because uh, you know Gina needs to be the one here like it's, Well you it's do you've
2: every right Of course right. you've every but, right no, that's how I I felt. It probably hit, hit
0: mm. you for, for later
1: Yeah that's how I felt and I, <clears throat> I didn't as I said it was I was sitting we were having a laugh your dad was there with us and then you all went to bed and I remember a lethal weapon came on the TV and I was like I'll watch this and it just hit me and I was sitting there going what you know wh- where's this come from? But it's obviously just pushing it to the back of my head for weeks and weeks and weeks, getting on with it. And all of a sudden, it's like now, boom! Uh, like it, it was, it was just. And like I'm always the positive person, and I'm always like, look, you know, it, it's. But I think you, it needs to be, especially for guys. Sometimes I think I know I'm not the kind of guy he will sit down and talk about like this is how I'm feeling right now. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, it's fine. I'll be grand. I'll be grand. But I think, yeah,
0: no, I. I so important. Well, I, I love that you're saying it. that, and to sit down and go, this is, the, and that you wanted to mind. Your wife, but then at the but then like owning your own emotions with it as well, and your own disappointment in it. Yeah,
1: it was just, and I I, I knew then I knew I was like, you know, I don't know we, we definitely we were missing something. And I think then, obviously, the next book had come out. Gina's Gina's dad's partner had passed away during COVID, and he was living in Carlo, and he was he was on kind of on his own end There, and we were all up the other end, and it was like again ninety minute drive down yeah. and back.
2: So he asked him to come and live with us. <laughs> so he came and lived
1: with us. And then obviously Gina got pregnant with Jean. And
2: so we, we got a busy, busy family. Yeah, has. like we were getting all the bits and pieces in from his new bed and the whole lot. And, and we got a new bed. <laughs> I love that. I read that. It's like we got a, we <laughs> got, we got a new bed and then we found <laughs> out we were pregnant. But it's funny because we fa- I found out I was pregnant. And it had, at the time it had no significance to me because obviously like, it had no, not that it The didn't date had, me, had no significance. The, the 21st of March, which is World Down Syndrome Day. And obviously, I know it's World Down Syndrome Day, and my I have friends who have children with Down syndrome. And but and then finding out, I, I, I still have the photograph. It was just a tiny little line. I was like, "Oh my god!" We said nothing to anybody, not the kids. And I, I told him, and we're like, "Let's just, you know, see how it goes, and let's just hope everything is okay." And the the maddest thing is, the day I was due, the baby that I'd lost, I started to bleed, and. I was like, oh, no. And I went straight to the hospital and I was like, listen, this is the story. And when I said like it was it was at the time I thought it's gone. It's gone. That's what it looked like. Um, and I just said, look, this is, you know, it's probably my second miscarriage now in, in in six months. And she said, look, it's it's too early. It's everything, you know, come back in two weeks. And I spent the whole two weeks. Oh, my God. I've led for 10, yeah, 11 was, days, yeah. like really bad. And I remember going in again on my own and just lying there and she she turns the screen away just in case. I know. And I just turned, I looked at the wall. I just said, here we go again. And she went, oh, there's a little heartbeat. <laughs> and I said, what? And I never, I was roaring crying and I was like, oh my God. And she says, yeah, this little guy or girl or whatever it is. It's doing good. And I was like, what about the bleeding? She said, it could have been probably from before or anything. She said, it could be anything. So I went home, told him. And I think I was, what, what was it, about eight weeks or nine weeks at that time or something like that. So we were, we actually were like, oh my God. Starting to get excited. Get excited. Mm-hmm. And then I said it to the kids and poor Ben was like, does that mean the other baby isn't gone to heaven? And is this baby still there? And I was like, no, you know, and I, you know, yeah. the whole thing. So anyway... We were bloody thrilled. We were absolutely delighted. And I just said, like, I'm keep myself safe. I'm going to eat what I want, do what I want. And I'm just going to be, you know, good. And everything progressed fine. And there was there was never any kind of worries or, or anything like that. And I did. We had the 20 week scan of 26 weeks because of COVID. And they get, they called me in for my appointment, which I didn't have. They'd obviously seen something. And she just said, look, there's there's an issue not an issue, but we just want to highlight something with you. The femur length, um, is showing up short, and I was like, "Oh, does mean the baby has a short leg?" And she's like, "No, no, no. It's a it's a marker for Down syndrome." And I said, "All right." And we uh, this I I had already discussed all this prior to, um, like at the start of the pregnancy saying. With age and everything else, that you know, if you want to discuss anything, if you want to have testing, I was like, no, no, what will be will be. I'm if this baby is going to stay, I'm meant to be its mammy yeah. regardless. And um, so I was like, oh, that's grand. <laughs> Heart okay, everything else, yeah, perfect. Th- th- everything is perfect, Gina, except th- I'm just telling you. And I said, couldn't give a shout, yeah, that's absolutely fine. So anyway, that was it. Always, all our scans were always lovely and it was a lovely everything. And I went into labor. No, I went in. I had uh, I had a section planned on the Monday and went into labour on the Sunday. He was sent. Uh, it was. You I was which
1: all day Sunday, and they sent me home. <laughs> the then. pains went. So I, go on, you go home and come back in the morning.
2: It's like I need to. I section. got a call at
1: one o'clock. Quick, get into the hospital. Oh the God, no
2: way! Well. So, uh, but he he was at the door getting the scrubs on, and the guy's like the the guy the surgeon. What is he? You're <laughs> a man. You're a man. The, janitor. <laughs> Collal, I Not think the same there. one hanging <laughs> around <laughs> with the camera. <laughs> It was like, this baby has to come out now. And I was like, just take him out. And he handed him to me. He handed him off like this. And I looked at her as the nurse going, oh, Jesus, he's running. He's running. Legs. His <laughs> legs are going 90. And he held him up and I looked and I just said, oh, my God, he's gorgeous. And he has Down syndrome. And I was like, oh, I was, I can't even describe it. I know, that you know, having a baby, that feeling and everything else. But this was another level. So the nurses just, they obviously knew as well when they seen him. They took him off and they were checking And I heard, he has down syndrome. <laughs> Who said that? Yes. You said it to the nurses. Okay. And you were like, did you know? I said, No. I said, I just, when I seen him, yeah. I said there was there was a little indication, and we had discussed it ourselves. And she's like, There's just a few markers there. We're just we're, she says, Look, like, we obviously we can't confirm anything without blood tests, blah blah blah. And I was like, It's grand, don't be worrying. I'm just giving to me. And I was like I need the kiss. I need the kiss. to kiss face. that face. And as you said, he's
0: born with an extra chromosome That's of awesomeness. Yeah, our he, little rainbow and extra When
1: When Gina then obviously had to go into recovery for an hour, so they brought me up to the room and we did kind of tummy time and the paediatrician came up and examined them and I said, look, is everything okay? And he goes, normally there can be heart complications but everything seems fine. I said, brilliant copy
2: eight. anything after like that putting
1: back yeah. on my tummy down. Like yeah, yeah and it
2: was such a positive experience and they were so lovely in the hospital and I always say that that cons- consultant should write a book for how doctors should be when parents have children who are born with any kind of disability or um, issue or anything like that because a lot of people who have messaged me over the, over the last year saying it was a really negative experience for them in the hospital. The doctor's like, I'm so sorry. Oh, gosh. okay. I'm like, you're joking. And they're like, no, it's like they won't be able to do this and this. And I'm like, oh, my God. Our doctor was like, he is going to be amazing. He says, I was put on this earth for children like yours. He said, it's not the children that need to change. It's the world that needs to change for the children. He says, it's my mission in life to to teach everybody, to show people the beauty, and I, and like it just fills me with like this feeling. I'm like I'm gonna do exactly the same. You're on
1: cloud nine, like we were so happy.
2: And I love that you you've spoken about all the things that he can
0: do, instead of you say as you said, the opposite is all the things that they maybe they can't or the problems that may arise. But that it's but because celebrating it's his life. It.
2: We're in a year now where. Its possibilities for him are endless, and they shouldn't be any different to any other child. And I think years ago and back, even when I was young, um, it was those kids, or you know, oh yeah, he went to a home, or which it was is really sad because there was no education, no, there was no just didn't opportunities. It was like no. oh, you're stuck with him for life now, and as oh, because she was very old having him, and they're gonna, you know, th- that that whole mentality. And I suppose as as growing up in the eighties and. Uh, and the, my parents and, and their parents, it was one of those things. And I, I even heard um, Brendan O'Connor, he's a daughter, um, Mary, and he spoke very openly about it. And he says when he was younger, like it was those kids and they were the kids in the homes and, you know, the, the names like I, I don't want to say it on, on, on like, you know, the S word and the R word and all of that kind of stuff. And but like. That was just a norm type of thing, a yeah. normal way of speaking then.
0: But it, it was, and there was no, there's no connection for community because you guys are about community in relation to the, the ups and downs uh, that you said you had had before with health stuff and everything else. And having even the things of shared, shared food—that's a shared. And I, I'm kind of getting to a different point in that the small things that connect us, right? Mm. Like being with your family, making the, the dinner, and then it it creates like a crack open a little bit wider to be able to share the other little bits of your life like like loss like Jean finally coming along and feeling like your you know your family unit is where it mm. needs to be and the loss of your dad and it comes about in such a thing that does bond so many of us like the things that we need to do in our everyday life yeah. like feed ourselves feed our family and it uh, what it's so lovely your your story is just that you've I, it's just opened that up to everyone else going oh i i get a bit of that and i see that and it started with something Really simple, but really important and and being and having that and having that community. Mm. do you feel so happy that your dad met yeah, yeah I wonder, my, my
1: when you were in when when Gina had gene they she was in hospital for a week just because his temperature was a bit low and stuff, and every day I'd go in I'd go in twice a day, and Gina's dad would be at home, the kids'd be at home, and I'd come home, and he'd look at me, well, is she coming home. <laughs>
2: you always and thought said, we were lying to him what's wrong what's wrong
1: No, Carol tell me the truth but every day I come home so anyway so it was the Friday when you finally came home and I brought you into the house sat in the couch with Jean and I went Jean is that was out the other room or whatever and I said to him he's like is she home I said no it would be Monday and he goes "Ah, oh, god I said look will you do me a favour I'm after getting a delivery and I need a hand lifting it up and he's walking in and he turns around and he just sees Gina and Gina on the couch. He looks at me and goes, you little bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> and they just just tears and I have yeah. a video of it at home, the tears in his eyes. Oh yeah, he was living he was
2: living for it. him and every every appointment he was like, What's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, what's no, wrong, Jesus Christ everybody, relax. And he'd I'll go to the <laughs> I was going in with the Will I bring it in.
1: <laughs> I was like, No, it's okay. I I've got this one covered Oh my
2: <laughs> god. think the daddy, not my daddy.
0: Jeannie <laughs> 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 yeah. had me balling crying last night. I was reading an interview that you had given about when you had Jean, and like that again these things that back in the 80s nobody discussed and you were like I'm going I'm to you know t- t- tell my dad about Jean," and the, the thing that he said I, I was honestly I had to start a step away It was in ribbons you were like just take, get him home so we can start loving him mm. yeah that's just just everything about <laughs> yeah the, the gorgeousness of family units and life and and your beautiful little boy who I met outside who is just stole everyone's heart outside in his little bear uh, <laughs> That was a very,
1: very <laughs> special Christmas farm. last year
2: Yeah, very special. it was lovely and the, the the ironic thing of the whole thing finding out I'm pregnant on the 21st of March um, my dad got very sick on um, Pancake Tuesday I was making pancakes and he was just a bit iffy and we took him to the hospital and he never came home after three weeks of uh, he would liver cancer, he didn't drink, he didn't smoke, he hadn't drank in 20 years, 30 He didn't years. know he had
1: it until... He
2: didn't know he had it, he hadn't been sick before. But he was in the hospital and he. my dad didn't want to see him sick or anything like that. He'd go, you go home now. And I'd say, I oh, know I'm grand, you go, go home. Because <laughs> he wanted to, you know, he needed to express how he was feeling himself with the nurses and everything else. So they let me bring the baby in. And he the nurse said, oh here's Jean your dad's been showing me photographs, <laughs> on like videos and everything else so it was a lovely thing and then he was brought up to palliative care and um, it was St. Patrick's weekend and the, the, the palliative care nurse was off and he was in a lot of pain and it kind of at that stage you know, th- you know it's, it's only a matter of time and they let me bring the baby in and it was World Down Syndrome Day and I brought him in and he just puts his hand out and I put the baby's feet in and he just went like that <sighs> you know you could. that's his baby because like, he kept saying he's my baby you know and uh, my brother and my sister were there we were all all together and I was like imagine he went today on World Down Syndrome Day like how how mad would that be and I said he won't he won't take that day away from him and I said yeah and he was very he was very weak and, and was very struggling at that stage and I just said, I'm going to bring him home now, Daddy. Do you want to give him a kiss? And I gave him a kiss and he, like lit a little tear. And I was like, oh God, like this is, this is the last time he's going to. Um, so I just made sure that he felt him and he was, you know, felt that and... So it was my turn to stay that night and I remember we were sitting. On, I was sitting on a cage <laughs> it was an electric cage and my brother and sister nearly killed each other over it because my sister kept getting into it and going mm. <laughs> and then my dad would say water and she go mm. and here's what <laughs> just get up out of the fucking thing when it's stop for the chair <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd say you sit down that, and I was like no I don't want you to get me so, but anyway i stayed that night and you know when you just know and I was actually that's when I found out it was the 21st of March when I was pregnant so I was going through photographs and I was just chatting to him and talking to him the whole lot and he was he was asleep and the next morning my brother came in and he says um, look you go home you need to go home he won't go if you're here and I and he needs he needed to go and I said okay and I literally left to go home and my brother rang and he said today was his day. So we have two days, the 21st of March and the 22nd of March where we celebrate two very special people in our lives. So, um, and your dad's memory is very much through your latest
0: book which is called Bold Food Made Good.
1: He tasted every recipe in that book and it actually it almost became a competition because what would happen is Gene would make dinner <laughs> one night. We'd be recipe testing and he'd go, oh, that was lovely and then the next night I'd make something and he'd go, Oh god, jeez girl, that's gorgeous. And we made that again and you could see Gina looking at him. Was mine not as nice as that? And I, oh, no, it was, but geez, god, this is great. Girl, this is great. yeah. Disgusted. the every, every recipe he tested in that book and I think we wrote that book in such like we you know with Gina's dad was Gina was on in the way and it was just so much going that's on.
2: That's that's more than a cookbook. Yeah. I get it. It's not
1: just a cookbook. Yeah,
2: it's not absolutely just and it. and, to any, and this is why the whole the whole as I said like online side of things. I don't think we talk about that a lot like when we do like stuff like this it's the time where we get to talk about yeah. it and, and it can be a funny a funny subject to talk about online because you get so why aren't you cooking anymore where's Jean and and people follow you for the food first and now they're following for Jean and then they're following for the and it's you know it's a hard thing to know what to do so sometimes I just go I'm just not going to do anything yeah yeah
0: I get that I get that and also I know which I totally understand the thing of just kind of going well we're the, the positive crew so I don't know how to articulate the other stuff that is sometimes difficult do I do I not and, and it doesn't always it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be be an answer on that mm. or the things that do c- come through or not there's no there's no rules mm. and yeah there'll always be people going why aren't you why aren't you doing this are you still
2: losing weight oh god <laughs> now I, I put it all back on <laughs> leave me alone I'm not in the <laughs> that's mood that's why I brought this book out so I could start again <laughs> yes, exactly
0: exactly <laughs> okay quick fire questions night in with a home cook meal um and a babysitter or a night out in a fancy restaurant I mean, night out in fancy restaurant. Come on, you're cooking yeah, all the time.
1: I think night out in fancy yeah. restaurant, definitely. Fair. Purely because we don't get out that often.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, best and worst part of being a parent, Carl. Quickly, you first.
1: Best part is like now, my ki- like Holly and Ben are a bit older. We actually interact with them more and have to crack with them and like myself and Ben playing video games and going out and playing football together and like it's your little pals. Yeah. That's the best part. What do you know? What's the worst part? <laughs> Just
0: <to laughs> the, the hormones. The
2: bad bit. Jesus <laughs> Christ <laughs> Almighty. <laughs>
0: The hormones. Yeah. For me, it's always <laughs>
2: <it's> sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Just overwrought at all times. <laughs> uh,
0: um, best food travel destination. Italy, Italy. Oh, I agree Italy. with you. There is nowhere better in the world. Yeah. I do. I've never been to Thailand, but I feel like I thrive in Thailand. Thai as food well. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, death row meal.
1: Ah. Uh, Mine's a really
0: decent of cheese sandwich. Do you know what <laughs> McDonald's? Fair. Like, come on you're on your you're out you're chicken, going out
1: chicken curry fried rice and six cans of Guinness
0: <laughs> six <laughs> cans of Guinness I'm, I'm amazing yeah what am I even I'm like I yeah. just had to process that I was like I'll yeah. just go Prosecco okay <laughs> if you're going because we're going to mention Aldi before we go if you're going to go to Aldi to get f- five items for a dinner what would you choose?
1: Pasta yeah. chilli garlic oil and uh, pancetta
0: and a tent and a hammock <laughs> to <laughs> a eat <drill>. a <laughs> a and a drill to mix it up
2: with <laughs> a pair <of> boots
0: ah <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing all of your stories and your vulnerability made me cry. I've never cried in this podcast, you (laughs) bastards. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, and just remembering your gorgeous dad. And I'm so looking forward to to reading your new book and to trying to go. Do you know what? I am not going to put this on the shelf. I'm going to, my New Year's resolution is that I'm going to try at least one of these a week. Right, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do a daily. Can we? The weekly dish. <laughs> week. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna get back onto you and see how I, see how I go. And thank you so much for this because if you said that, that if you guys do, did it, anyone can do it. If you couldn't 100%. really cook, then there's hope. Then she there's went hope. from
1: those tacos to that book, so there's hope. for everyone
0: lash and cole on the taco. That I, I sounds yum. Yeah. I'm gonna start with. Is that in there, <laughs> yeah. guys? Thank you so much. Thank you so much to Gina and Carl with an O for taking the time to chat with us today. Thank you so much to all of you who've been following us um, on the Aldi, Mamie and Me podcast series journey. A big huge thanks to our guests and to all the listeners and for telling your friends and your family. And uh, yeah, keep your ears out for who's going to be on next. In the meantime, you can get in touch and find out more at aldi.e forward slash Mamiya. from Aldi. We've topped the leaderboard at the National Parenting Product Awards with 22 wins, making us the most awarded retailer. There were golds for our organic Mamiya baby food range. Mamiya Ultra Dry Junior Plus Nappy Size 5 Plus and Mamiya Premium Newborn Mini Size 2 Nappies voted the nation's best nappies by parents in Ireland. So, mum and dad not using Mamiya nappies yet. Oof, could be time for a change. Aldi, every day amazing.